Welcome to Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I'm your host Hannah Golding, founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to do a little thank you for those who have voted for us in the Natural Beauty Awards. Uh, we won't know until the end of the month whether we have won. Um, and I'm actually at the awards this time, uh, so I really hope we do get something. Otherwise, it's going to be awkward. Um, but no, honestly, I know that some people have messaged that they voted and shared. Um, their votes and I just I'm just so thankful because you know Sparkles is in its sixth year next month and we've evolved and changed and I'm just helped so many people whether it's per paid services or free services like this we're changing up the social to add a lot more free content as well just to help in every aspect of your journey of course, you can still vote for us in the peers, and you can write a really long email about how amazing we are. Um, honestly, thank you guys so, so much. Everyone in the pageant industry is so deserving of all these awards. So whoever takes these awards, whether it's myself, my daughter, or anyone else, um, you know, they obviously deserve it for a reason. So let's keep that positivity when it comes to these awards, because um, I know that sometimes people are like, oh, it's popularity, and I'm like... I'm not, I'm not too popular, like, <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> if we're gonna state it that, it, it's just, it's how the cookie crumbles, isn't it, but today's episode, I don't think we've actually discussed this as an episode as a whole, I have discussed, um, little elements on different episodes, um, but we're gonna talk about the pageant wardrobe today, um, so, there's a lot of misconceptions about some pageant wardrobes, um, what is required, what you, you need. Um, so I'm just going to discuss the different rounds and outfits. So this is UK based and it does filter into some international systems. Um, and, you know, it's very universal. Uh, but I'm going to give you, you know, some tips of how to get the best out of your outfits, how to work for all budgets. And, and yeah, so some things to avoid as well and I think that's for some age ranges and these are my personal opinion but also the opinion of a lot of different judges and feedback that um we received uh, like not me personally but like if I've trained a client and they're like this is the feedback from this outfit and this is that um or if I'm giving feedback to someone I'm like this could have changed if that's how your scores reflect um but let's get into it so the pageant wardrobe is very was very varied um when you sign up to your pageant you'll get a handbook and it will most likely say um it's usually like emailed some some do post um but they usually have the description of the round and then some examples now usually the examples could be the past queens um or they might just be other contestants that have competed on that stage so the main outfits you will need for a pageant is your interview wear, um, your evening wear, or for some it's called formal wear, uh, for, you know, ones that filter into American systems. Uh, then we have fashion wear, and then there's swimwear or sportswear, and then you might have um, specific rounds, so some optionals have, like, casual wear, and I'm going to tell you now, it's not casual wear. It's not what you wear on a daily basis, okay? So it's not leggings and jogging bottoms, you know, or, um, 
yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's a jazzed up, it's a pageant pageantified 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 um outfits. Um, basically, kind of like what you'd wear to an appearance, but a little bit extra. Um, then you have national wear for some. You have color themes, um, for others. So there's lots of different outfits and if you have a pageant that's a two-day final um like myself and then when you get to internationals there are even more outfit choices um so it depends on your system uh, of what is um i say allowed because there might be length restrictions so for example there are some systems that filter into um, international systems that have the fingertip rule this is very much americanized rule and it's something that i actually just use anyway <laughs> because um although i say that when i do the fingertip rule it's fine on the front but my back <laughs> My butt takes a lot of material, so it could be good on the front, but not on the back. Um, but basically, a fingertip rule is how long an outfit should be um, before you get marked down, because it could then be considered risque. There are, of course, some fashion wears that are bodysuits. Um, and with this, you want to make sure that there's enough coverage on your derriere. Uh, and that is just because no one wants to see a cheek pop out. Um, the same with you know, no one wants a boob for now. Um, it, it has happened. It's happened on stage a lot. Um, I've seen a fair few of the time. Um, and it's mortifying if that happened to you. I don't think I've had, I've had dresses ride up, but I had a high low, so like they couldn't see anything, but there's always that, Ooh, what it happened? But the same with splits in the gowns. They might um, say to have no splits or maybe no excessive cleavage. Um, so it's basically finding an outfit that suits your frame. Because especially with the split, I've seen this before. And the high leg split has become very fashionable in pageants recently. And it's where that split is placed and where it's built, because there are some dresses that you'll see, you've seen some gorgeous queens of ours win internationals with these gowns, but the split is very strategically placed, um, or there could be built-in underwear as well to go in with it, so it matches the gown, um, but there are some outfits that I have seen splits, and I'm seeing, uh, you know, the beige underwear, or white underwear even, um, we're seeing underwear that we shouldn't be seeing um, because the outfit is not suiting, as in the, the split is too high. Um, and a split is great, but then you have to learn how to walk with it. Um, and you have to be mindful that your your pants could be showing at any time. Um, because when you're wearing your outfits, you don't want to be seeing undergarments. We don't want to be seeing bra straps. I know that sounds really like... <laughs> Like, oh, I don't want to see a bra strap. But see, we're not at school. We're not saying that we don't need to see a bra strap because you have boobs. We're saying that because it just takes away from the whole dress. Like, especially if you've got a black bra strap with a nude dress. Like, it, it, it just takes it away. Um, it really does. Uh, a, a lot of dresses now have built-in cups. Um, and I know for the bigger chested ladies, sometimes that's not going to work. Um, but then that could be having a corset to star dress or finding a great 
you know, um, strapless bra, which is very, very hard to find that if you're bigger than a C cup. Oh my goodness. Um, but it's better than seeing the bra straps, even those clear bra straps that you can still see them. Um, so, but let's go into the outfit. So when you are picking your wardrobe, you need to pick that is age appropriate. So I will say this, this is my top tip for, um, like juniors and below is to not have a strapless gown. I think it's not anything, I think it just makes um the contestant look a bit more grown up than they are. When you're juniors, you can get away with so many bright colours and, you know, fun necklines. Um, but having a strapless, it just, it, it does make the the contestant look more grown up. Um, if you do find a great strapless ground, um, maybe add some sleeves to hang off on the arm just so it's not it's not too much skin i think that's what it is um now <laughs> america it could be um i think actually they're quite stricter than what we are but um it's the same with wearing really dark colors as well um now wearing black on stage is great but i think when you are a younger contestant you have so many colors to go for and sometimes the reason why it might look a bit more grown up is because they are grown up dresses. They've just been altered. Um, like if you're buying like a, a woman's size, um, they've just been altered to obviously fit a junior body. But you need to go for a junior specific dress. Um, but all the fun colours. So you need to dress appropriate. The same with like, obviously you're not going to want a, a plunging neckline if you are a junior or a teen and I think maybe it's the age of the teen as well because we all know that teens go up to a 19 for some um and of course <laughs> you'd be fine to have you're not going to go for a, a big massive cupcake dress um but you know it's just being careful of the neckline if you're like 14 15 you're not going to have a plunging neckline um but yeah, so when you're looking for your outfits, you're looking for if it suits your body, your body type, um, your skin tone, colouring, how you're going to have your hair. Um, yeah, there's so much to consider. <laughs> so much to consider. So first off, it's working with what colours suit your skin tone. Uh, so we know that for darker complexions, um, colours such as uh, yellow and orange really pop. Um, as well as maybe like a medium tone, sometimes some greens and blues really work well. Um, if you have a pale skin tone, and also you have to remember if you are having a spray tan or not, you want to consider this. If you're having, if you have a pale tone, um, you're going to want to avoid colours that are going to wash you out. So like a pale yellow, a pale pink, white, it's really going to wash you out. Um, whereas if you had... You know, you can get away with a striking colour um, and you want to make sure that the dress isn't overpowering you. So you want to make sure you can go try on. So I think maybe like a like a lilac would work really well. Um, a red, like a burgundy or a bright red. Um, pink works really well, like a coral pink rather than a hot pink maybe they're different ones but I know in my head what I think <laughs> I know what I think um but yeah this is why dress shopping is so important even if you do decide to get your dress made for you 
going into a dress shop and seeing the different styles you'll want to know. Uh, when I <laughs> I planned to get married many moons ago, I always wanted a fishtail gown. Um, and in the end, I think I got a mermaid, which I, from the top of my head, I think a fishtail was like lower and then mermaid is high. Like for a wedding, that'd be fine. But when I wanted to transfer that to pageants, it would make walking a lot more difficult. So you see these gorgeous big mermaid gowns, but really hard to walk in. And it kind of just, you know, looks like you're shuffling on stage a little bit. So I'm glad we're kind of getting away from those guys. But um, <laughs> anyway, yes, going to try on different dresses. Um, If you find the dress that really works for you, then get it. But there are some things to consider with your dress. So if you are going for a ball gown type, if you are, you know, a younger contestant or you have a pageant that has a ball gown, uh, because there are some, you know, when I competed in the pageant that shall be named, <laughs> it was requested to have a ball gown rather than an evening gown. So straight away you're like, oh, okay. Um, so if you're having a ball gown, make sure you have like a hoop skirt, uh, which will bring the outfits out further. Now the hoop needs to fit you because I have seen with some, like if the hoop is tilted, it will bring it up so you can see your feet. And this is why you try the dress on with the hoop skirt because they can bring it up and then you'll see your feet. And like you're like, oh wow, does that matter? No one wants to see your feet in evening gown unless you're wearing a split. You don't need to see your shoes. Um, and I could... <laughs> Because I will always go back to when I placed first one off in Miss Vulture and I wore this, it was in the fashion at the time, a fashion, oh, a forever unique dress, uh, purple, gorgeous, gemstoned up to the gods um, and it kind of had like a fishtail out. So if I wore these six inch platform silver sparkly shoes which were gorgeous as well and I look back thinking how did I walk in those um except for because of the height you could see those shoes in all their glory and it, it took away from the dress I'm always looking like yeah that's why I lost um I mean that's not why I lost <laughs> but yeah I get it I get it you don't need to be seeing your shoes. So when you have your gown, you need to bring the shoes that you're going to wear. Um, and I always bring a couple of different pairs just in case. Um, because for UK's National Miss, I wore, I had to wear a pair of really high heels. Um, and you'll notice that when I did get crowned and I was walking forward, I kind of had to like kick my dress up more because I changed my shoes um <laughs> so they were lower because the other shoes are just really painful and I, I think I sold them like yeah I have sold them um they were gorgeous it just it was just so painful at the front of my feet um so but that was because I literally had a dress disaster and I got the dress a week before I traveled so I'd had no time for alter well I was renting as well well boring so I had no time for alterations either so I had to make sure that it was I was tall enough to be able to walk and that's why when you practice you want to make sure that you can walk enough and if the dress is too long then you get it taken up um and it depends on the material if you're having a chiffon dress uh the material might be harder to take up yourself but um if it's a bit more structured uh you'll be able to so try on the dresses try on what type of color um you would like to wear what suits you um 
I always hear about, you know, misses not wearing like a ball gown type. And they are younger style, but there are some dresses that can look absolutely stunning. Um, it just depends on your body type and how you're modeling it. Um, but you want to make sure that your dress zips up um, or it's a corset where you have enough space and you can breathe in it <laughs> because evening gown is the longest outfit you're going to be in. You're in it for evening and crowning and the interval in between. So it has to be a dress that, <laughs> although it might look stunning, you need to moving it. You need to be able to move in your, all your outfits. So there are many different styles of dresses. So once again, go to different dress shops. Um, the dresses that I've gotten before from store have been um, from Kylie Rose Boutique. And I've recently shopped at the dress studio finally. Um, I've got my handover gowns. I got to try so many dresses. And the most important thing is, yep, walking in them and seeing. Because if you have a split, it's where your dominant leg is when you pose which one's going to be out because I always need a split on the left side because my left leg is my dominant like pose leg which is very interesting that I'm you know right-handed uh, but on my left side is the side that's most damaged but there we go um but yeah so I need to know that when I do my pose at the pose point that the right leg's going to be out because if it's the other one it's, it's going to look really clunky um so walking into it, it's very good. See if dresses rise or if things fall down, if needs to be adjusted. Make sure that you do get your alterations done because you don't want anything to be gaping at the front or your dress to be too short or too long. If your dress is too short, you'll need another dress unless you can add the material in. Um, if you have that, if you look into your wardrobe and you have dresses that are a little bit too short now, those dresses can be customised for fashion wear. Um... It's just an idea. But going on to fashion wear now, fashion wear can be interpreted into anything. Now, when I first competed in a fashion wear, I wore a new look dress with a, a waist belt, um, a flower in my hair. <laughs> that was the trend. Um, bow heels. They were really cute shoes, to be fair. I wore them everywhere. Um and yeah that was a lot of fashion wear for a lot of people little bleros on our arms like um some ruffles it was definitely forever unique was raking it up around that time <laughs> and rare i don't know if they're still going on but rare is one a lot but now fashion wear is kind of an expensive affair there's so much so it's always good to look at what is not what is trending what's popular look at different types of fashion wear so i have a tassel dress um for my handover which has already been seen <laughs> I've, I've rented it out more than i've worn it <laughs> but tassel dress uh and for the first year of uk sashimis i wore um a tassel like it was fully beaded tassel skirt with two caped arms although i wanted one but they designed two but there we go. Uh, and this year, obviously, I did a high-low and gemmed up the sleeves and neckline myself. Um, I've worn jumpsuits before for fashion wear with caped sleeves. Um, lots of fringe, lots of sequins before. There's so many variations of fashion wear. Um, so it's what you want to wear, but please don't wear a skater dress. Um, 
or jeans <laughs> unless it's obviously a round that has jeans and that's required and don't wear an evening gown for fashion wear because i've seen that a lot too um so with a high low so high low basically means you'll have like a high low dress it could be where it's obviously higher in the front and, and lower in the back now that would not work for fashion wear it looks cute for appearance and it could be cute for um interview and i actually wore a high low dress um for my young interview um i was loving it because i had pockets i got my house phrase for like 20 quid and i could still fit into it because i was pregnant <laughs> i was like Whoa! um because i bought it beforehand but um a high low skirt so basically it's like the detachable fabric skirt it could be in chiffon silk um it depends and that could be attached to different outfits um cape could be like a one shoulder or cape from the neck um look at the different examples always look online and you can search on google but sometimes it's best to look through the actual pageants um page and look for photos or watch the fashion wear round so most pageants will have their finals on youtube or they will have them uh, in their videos on their page so you can get an idea now once again colors are very important uh they need to suit you and fashion wear is very very bright and vibrant you want colors that are going to make you pop rather than wash you out now it depends on your age we <laughs> we can say this that you can get away <laughs> I'm going to say actually you can get away with leopard print at any age. Um, if you want to wear leopard print fashion wear, I mean, it's you. It's it's an interpretation of your fashion. Um, but sometimes there are some things that um, will make you look older. And that, that sounds really weird, especially if you're like my age. They can make you look older and make you look in your 40s. Um, so it's finding something that works for you and your personality. Um, hence why, like, my fashion wear, I had baby blue. Um, I've, ha I've had a lot of blues. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of fashion. I've had green for fashion wear. Um, and that was a high-low dress. And that was actually an evening gown that I made into high-low because I had no option. I had two days. My fashion wear arrived. It went through a jumpsuit for Galaxy. Did not fit and was so badly done. I'm glad I didn't pay for that in the end um but like it was awful and you'll have this and this is why preparation is key I tell you this because I've learned from these mistakes and I've had these things happen to me like I literally the night before traveling up to galaxy I was lucky I was watching the Miz and Miss Mrs. first <laughs> because I was literally like ah cut <laughs> cutting up this gown which didn't fit me just at the bum but I was like, it's fine. I can do the. <laughs> now I call we call it the fat girl tuck, um, and it probably it probably like can apply to anyone, but it's mainly it's it's basically, if, an outfit like doesn't like zip up all the way. <laughs> I did this in my yummy gown as well. I can blame on being pregnant, <laughs> but also the the person who sold me the dress sold it as a fourteen sixteen. And I said I'm a sixteen eighteen um so there's that but we move but basically zip up to the highest point and then tuck the back in so it looks more like a backless dress um there are some uh, dresses that 
that won't work on. Um, but that's what I did. Uh, so you can, if you have an old ball gown, you can get it made to a high low. Someone got it made into a jumpsuit, which is really cool. Um, like there's so many options as well. So with fashion where you can get it designed with all designs, I would say a lot of girls outsource to like China. Um, if your pageant is in March, you'll want to get it done like October time just because there's Chinese New Year. So like in January to February. So you have to be really careful about that. Um, and then if you're here in the UK, you know, you want to be able to travel to your um, seamstress. You want to make sure that all your fittings are perfect. And also you can walk on it because I have been in situations where my fashion wear was a lot longer than it was meant to be and it really fitted really weird so I did it myself I adjusted it and then when I tried it on I realized oh I cut it too short uh too short um which was very interesting um very interesting but I adjusted it we made it work it, it all worked in the end we got there um <laughs> we got there so fashion wear is definitely a reflection of your personality um and also a great way if you have um any different like I used my fashion wear as a statement with my high low and I hand painted it myself there are also where you can reference to your platform should you want to or maybe on a reference to your culture um a hundred percent cultural wear on a fashion wear it, it should be done I love to see it and it does make you stand out but it also nods to your heritage and perfect opportunity to talk about that in your interview as well it's just it's vibrant it's colorful it's fun um it's an extension of yourself so when you think fashion wear think this now if you can't get your outfits personally designed and you are on a budget i'm gonna let you in on a little secret and it's not a secret at all because i talk about it all the time but asos have a collection called the luxe collection uh and this is and tiny now girls if you're chunky like me they still have options for us <laughs> they still have options um we have like, they have different, like, there's, like, feathers and sequins, and it's really basically extra, um, extra, I don't know where people, normal, I guess, I don't know, like, I've always think about it in a pageant context, and with these, like, you have to go down a rabbit hole <laughs> to find them, but if you search ASOS Lux, you'll find some great things, like, my, um, two-piece blue, like, fashion, gorgeousness outfit that I'll be wearing for Galaxy, um, for day two is from there and it's just so extra and you know it could work that outfit in particular wouldn't work for fashion where the top part would um but because obviously the bottom is like a midi skirt but there are cute dresses on there for opening for fashion there are jumpsuits two pieces um there's even swimwear as well so there's extra swimwear so if that is what you would like you can have that choice there um for a pretty little thing as well they have a premium collection so i actually got a gorgeous purple tassel dress from there um and it's heavy it's heavy um and that was a hundred pound for the dress um i think i got some discount codes on it because <laughs> i never paid full price for a dress and that's not like a weird brag it's just because 
I, I will wait until an outfit's in sale I will, or I'll use a discount code just because I don't want to spend like the whole budget on something because you have to think of other things. Uh, so yeah, fashion wear. If you need examples, go watch. There's at the moment like tassels and capes are in, but fashion wear changes all the time. It really does. So sportswear and swimwear. Uh, so and with all these outfits as well, you don't have to, I always say this, you don't have to get brand new, you don't have to get custom made, because sometimes custom made is not always custom made, um, a lot of us girls find out the hard way when they don't do your measurements right, I'm like, oh, I must have lost those away, nope, they just make it two size bigger, um, so that's why you have to be careful with some, always go on recommendations, especially if your size, because there'll be some people that are like, oh, this person's always done really well for me, and it's like, yes, but then there are like five or six people my size saying that they haven't, which means that they don't cater for plus size women, um, it's the same with some brands, some brands will only go up to a certain, or they won't be the same as others, which is a shame, uh, but yes, yeah, so you can go on secondhand sites, you can rent, um, the only thing of renting is obviously if you need to adjust um, parts, you know, like if an outfit needs to be taken in, um, you're not going to be able to do that with a rental, but you can do that if you've bought it outright and then sell it on and tell them, like obviously state that it's been adjusted or it's been taken up or taken down or, you know, something's been added, Um but yes, on to swimwear and sportswear. So swimwear is, a lot of people think it's just bikinis. You can wear a one piece, you can wear a cover up if you want to, obviously for religious reasons or if you if you just want to. Um, because swimwear can be interpreted into so many different things. Um, so if you want to wear a one piece, wear one piece. Um, the only thing I say with swimwear is to make sure that it fits your body. So always with every outfit is to do the walk test in heels, you know, a few walks and back, so you know, you know, at a turn in, are the girls staying in, are the cheeks staying in, um, you know, some people prefer a high-waisted outfit, some people for, yeah, the whole thing, um, it used to be, now, I don't know how I've seen this, there's a lot of, maybe I'm just out of touch with this somewhere, I've not seen a lot of sarongs, <laughs> where are the sarongs, um, <laughs> where are they, um, so, once again, the colouring of the outfit is really important. But also, if you're going to wear white, you want to be very careful with the stage lights. Pale colours as well. And this comes with, this goes with sportswear as well. Um, with swimwear, um, if you have pads, like cups, like padded cups, um, just to uh, eliminate nipples protruding... <laughs> Or if you have a nipple pursing, um, nipple covers obviously are always great for that as well. But it's just to smooth it out. The same with, and it sounds, this is going to sound like a really strange thing. But we have it in our handbook and we definitely had it in the manual. The best thing to wear <laughs> uh, with some swimsuits is to have a panty liner. It just smooths out the front. Um, take that as you will. Um... But it's just so um, none of the material groups, uh, because, you know, that <laughs> that does happen with some of our bodies. Um, you know, we all have different vaginas, um, so sometimes you might need a pad. 
um, you can wear, there are some swim dresses, now, I don't really like the swim dresses, I know sometimes it is a confidence thing, um, but I don't know, they just look really weird, like the frilly bottoms, um, like, if you want to feel a bit more secure, a cover-up is great, um, so you could have, once again, there are capes being added, lots of different things, but a cover-up could be, like, the arms, if you want to whip it off, like, you know, it's making sure that you know that if you're going to have a, a cafetan or a sarong or any sort of beach cover-up, and, like, I think I've got mine from Boohoo, and I've got some really, like, there's some really nice ones. If you're gonna, like, take it off, um, then make sure you know where in your pose points, because I know a lot of us will say, um, a lot of people say, well, you should have a routine, because things can change, and it's like, but I want to know where I'm going to take it off, because I don't be dragging around a cover-up for ages on the stage. You want it most impactful, so it's always in, like, the judging area, that's, you know, the crowning zone, as you may have heard me say before. But yes, so um, make sure that you're comfortable with it, that it works well. Um, because there's nothing worse than someone having sarong tied around their body. And then you're waiting for the reveal for it to come off. It never does. You're like, oh, <laughs> when's it coming off? Um, but don't wear wedges with your swim costumes bikinis please do not wear wedges for anything uh apart from like appearances and stuff you can wear wedges for that there's nothing that i have against wedges maybe um <laughs> but because i remember patrick gone saying when she put wedges on she's like hannah's going to comment about this i'm like yes i will um honestly Honestly, I I love pair wedges myself. Um, although I always hear the list of words like a wedge. <laughs> um, but they do not do any favors for your walk on stage. So they're great if you're going to appearances, take a bit of pressure off. And this is why I always recommend a platform heel anyway, because it, it does take pressure off from your heel, but it can make the walk really clunky. Um, and it kind of yeah, it just takes out that natural stride because. It's it's a, it's a weird thing, but don't wear wedges or sun hats. Let's not do that. I mean, if it's a pageant that's just for fun, yeah, go ahead. But like, you don't need to have sun hats. Also, sun hats always might hide your face as well, and they need to see your face on stage. Okay, so no wedges, no sun hats, no wicker bags, no beach balls. Like I've, I've said, I've seen I've seen a fair few props um on the stage <laughs> and the same goes with sportswear as well so look at what the pageant defines as sportswear because i had this idea <laughs> that i was going to bring my hula hoop on stage and walk with it um and i was like yeah i could do that and then obviously then i had hip surgery and i was like yeah it's not gonna happen um because that was my sport that's what i did <laughs> i used to teach it it's something different um you know it could be sports it's a sports it's sports wear around isn't it so um it's kind it could be defined as gym wear and most do but if you have a sport you can wear it so if you are you know if you have horses or a gymnast or a cheerleader um the only thing is don't wear a generic cheer outfit you know the ones that are like halloween outfits like wear your cheer outfit um 
because that'd be better designed and it won't look as tacky. Um, you know, if you want to have props, they need to work with the outfits. Um, you don't want to take away from the actual round. Like, it's a round, but you're not in costume, you know. You, you don't want to take it to be more costumey. I feel like I'm a... <laughs> come on the drag race panel right now just too costume it's not drag it's not pageants um <laughs> if you listen to this you're like what are you on hannah and then i'm sleeping an energy drink but let's get into it that so with sportswear um you don't necessarily have to have matching sets matching sets do work sometimes contrasting colors work so um let's say you have a bright yellow and bright pink bottoms so yellow top pink bottoms pink and blue great color um you want to make sure the colors work so you know like an orange and yellow or um i mean red and blue could work um red and pink some people say it doesn't work but it it does it just depends on the shade it depends on the shade of the color um but our Italian now especially if you have a large derriere sportswear tends to stretch and becomes quite see-through um even with black leggings even with very dark colored leggings especially when that stage light hits you so you want to make sure that you cannot see your underwear so there are so many times I've seen sportswear, especially white sportswear, where you can see the lining of the underwear. You can actually see the underwear sometimes if you've wore a contrasting colour. Um, you know, you don't want to see that. So it's either wear none at all, which sometimes you can feel comfortable with. But if you're wearing white and you're wearing no underwear, it, it can be questionable. Same with wearing like peach, peach tones. Um, it blends in with your... If you ever see those like pictures of the leggings and they don't look like they're wearing leggings, that's because they're wearing peach tone leggings. Um, but yes, you, I actually had to do. I did the bend over test. I shot a torch and I had the light and I was like, "Is it working?" I actually filmed it. I sent it to my friends. Yeah, I sent it in the group chat. Like, can you see my underwear in this? Um, once again with sports wear. Um. Sports bras are okay um, sometimes, depends on it though, because sometimes they can create the uniboob, and when you are exercising, that is fine, I mean, I hate the uniboob anyways, but when you're exercising, that's fine, however, when you're on stage, you're not going to want that, you're going to want some shape, so, you know, you can wear a bra underneath, if you're wearing a sports top, you can wear a normal bra, you don't have to wear a sports bra, if you're walking, obviously, in a crop top, make sure that it's, it's a good style, you know, you can wear a jacket, you cannot wear a jacket, you can wear anything, um, once again, make sure the trainers are clean, um, a lot of people say to wear white trainers, um, but sometimes they can be too white, (laughs) is there such a thing? Yes, there's definitely such a thing as too white, um, (laughs) but, you know, I had, so my first year I wore, like, a a royal blue. I wish I could have changed this one, but I didn't. Um, a royal blue, and I had like a, a baby blue trainers. The second, I had like a teal. I wore the same trainers because they worked. They were different shades of blue. Um, well, teal, teal is kind of blue, isn't it? Let's not get into that. <laughs> but you know, if you're wearing like a hot pink, maybe a light pink trainer would work. Um, it's just you know, you don't have to have the white trainer, like, it's not needed, you know, for some outfits, you could have your Converse's, it could be special sports shoes, you know, like, 
it is what it is with that um so yes make sure you practice in it like walking in trainers will be a lot different you'll feel a lot faster um but once again it's still controlled it's still the same um i will say it's hip for sometimes if you are a shorter um a shorter lady uh leggings can sometimes make you look shorter um so you might want to wear a pair of shorts um I felt more comfortable in shorts than I did in leggings. Um, although I didn't like my shorts last year and I've changed. So I'm going to wear shorts this year for handover. But they're the ones that I really wanted to wear anyways. <laughs> so they're my original choice. A lot of my stuff is like the original choice. Um, so going on to interview now, because we've talked about a lot of different things. Interview is, once again, the fingertip rule, um, I think always applies. Basically, if you're wearing an interview dress, you want to make sure you want to sit down. And there are many different types. You can wear a dress. Um, you can wear like a blazer and jacket. A blazer jacket. That is a, a blazer <laughs> suit, trousers. Um, a blazer and shorts. You know, jumpsuit once again. Skirt and top. You just want to make sure that it's cohesive. That it's pageantry. Now. If you look to the outfits for Miss Universe, those are very extra, very extra outfits. Bring a bit of extra, but not too much for the UK because, you know, it's not as grand. Um, when you go to internationals, say it. <laughs> you want to make sure you're comfortable and that you can sit in it. We always say sit like the royals do. It's a perfect example of how to sit in an interview. Um, but yes, so shoes as well. <sighs> now... You can wear open toe shoes. I've worn open toe shoes for interview, but closed toes um are <laughs> closed toes. Sorry, I was just laughing because I um just sort of had a message on Instagram about the post we've done, which is lovely, especially here at other coaches as well on the same vibe. It's I just love it. Um, but closed toes as well. I think sometimes we have this whole thing you can't show your toes. Um, it's mainly because like it's just the type of shoe. Like, a lot of people wore Chinese laundries in their interview. It's fine. Um, it just doesn't go with the outfit. You know, some closed-toe shoes people wear on stage, and it does not work. Um, you know, like, a court shoe is nice. Like, I can't think of the shoes I wore. Oh, I did wore open-toe shoes. <laughs> um, you know, they're just nude shoes to go with the outfit. Because I needed a bit of length for the um, jumpsuit. But there's no right or wrong shoes. It's just it needs to go with the outfit. Like if you had like the brightest of like a bright green shoe. Like it's, like if I wore my pink platform shoes, they're going to be very like standouts and it could be distracting. Um, but yeah, I think it's more of like it's the old school view of wearing like close toe shoes. And, you know, I always suggest it, but sometimes it doesn't go well with an outfit where you might need an open toe shoe. But once again, great choices for interview wear. I mean, I've got a lot of mine on Boohoo and Sheen. I know that not everyone's into fast fashion and they have wider choices. Lavish Alice is also a very good um, a very good place to get. But you have to be mindful of, one, their sizes and two, the length. Because a lot of their blazer dresses ride up a lot. ASOS, ASOS is my go-to for so much. And... You know, if you have an inspiration pick, put that into the search bar and it will bring it up with some stuff. Um, but yes, so 
you want to make sure you can sit in it and it's comfortable, especially for interview, you have to be able to sit in it because you'll be sitting down unless it's a standing interview where you could be a little bit extra and a bit more constrictive with your um with your things. But basically, yeah, it's the bend over test. Is it gaping? Once again, colours that suit you, colours you feel powerful in. Hair with this one, a lot of people put the hair up for interview and you can keep it down as well. You can do a lot of different styles of it. The only thing is, is if you play with your hair, that's why it's good to keep it up. Um, or keep and you want to keep it off your face because if you're like moving and your hair just keep going, you're it's it's a big mess, especially if you talk with your hands and you're very animated. <laughs> your hair gonna be everywhere. Um, I had my hair up this year, <laughs> last year, and it was not moving towards an inch of my life. It was there. Um, <laughs> but with everything, you'll have lots of inspiration. Search on the sites. Um, you know you can book in. There is, um. There's the pageant stylist if you want to book in a consultation with with Danny, um, but also most coaches as well offer the service. I know myself, um, I think Beth does as well. Harriet, we all offer, um, like outfit choices. Like if you want to talk over your pageant wardrobe with us, hundred percent, always down for that because especially, I've had it before. I've had clients who have picked something and I said, you know, I would be careful with that outfit. And when the feedback, they had that. And I was like, I told you. They've, they've changed now. They finally listened. Uh, <laughs> they finally listened and got a different colour dress. Um, but you need to make sure with all your outfits that you can walk in them. So get the good heels. And heels is another podcast within itself. You can walk in it um, that it suits your body type. Get it either taken in or adjusted to suit you. Um that it's not going to wash you out especially it's not going to go see-through so the one thing is when pageants have white dress as their opening white is a very hard color to not go see-through so make sure it's like double lined um those are always the best that's where sometimes your fast fashion outfits will not work because they are very cheaply made we all know that um but i hope this has really helped um now you when you're searching for like if you're searching for cheaper fashion like some dresses like when they do fashion like <laughs> I actually had a club in wear we actually had a club and round wear in one of my pageants I competed in my first ever pageant um we, you wouldn't do that now some dresses that are online are great for going out on a night out but not the stage so and this is I will say this the last piece before I finish because I need to go to coaching um I would take advice from queens and former queens about outfit choices with a pinch of salt because what works for them might not work for you. I've had this so many times when people have said to me about outfit choices that people send me outfits and they're not to my particular taste or I know that they're not going to fit well because of my body shape. You know, I'm a pear shape so I have to be mindful of some things um, you know, on the top part, <laughs> or I will order a different size, because I need a bigger size for the bottom, which means I have to get it adjusted on the top, so I need to know if it's material I can take in or not, um, but with all of that, take it with a pinch of salt, because as I said, and the same with myself as well, like for me as a, as a coach, I will give you the best that I can, um, and if you need to outsource more information, you will. You know, you're talking to your seamstress or the designer of your outfit. They're going to know what works as well. 
what colours work, putting the colours to your body, um, you know, what's in your budget, what you can do. People at, you know, dress shops are really helpful as well. Um, but yes, take it with a pinch of salt. And also, you have to be in love with your outfit. Don't just take it because people say, yeah, that looks really good. I will always remember how I took GCSE geography, even though I hated the subject. And it's just because I was good at it. I did not want to do geography, okay? I mean, it's not the vibe. But it's the same with an outfit. Just because someone says, yeah, it looks good on you, do you feel like it's your dress? You have to feel like these outfits are, especially your evening gown, that you're going to be crowned in it. It's your crowning dress. When you have those dreams, it's a dress that you're getting the crown on your head. That is a vision, you know, and all the outfits are there, like, leading to it. But I hope that's helped. Um, I think I've covered most grounds. There's probably bits I've missed out. There always are. Um... But if you have any questions at all, drop me a message on Instagram. Um, we now have the handbooks back in stock. We have our flashcards and we are booking up. So February is nearly booked up for interview sessions. So if you're looking to do your interview sessions for the upcoming pageants, we have Galaxy, IGM, Atlantic in April. Um, then and obviously there are internationals coming up. Uh, we have Royal and Yami, <laughs> Galaxy internationals are all coming up as well. Um, book in now to avoid disappointment um but no thank you so much for listening to this podcast i hope you have learned more um but honestly they're not gonna know how much you spent on an outfit okay let's get that now they're not gonna know if it's designer if it's not if it's you know custom made or if it's you know a knockoff like they ain't gonna know girl they ain't gonna know but you will have an amazing week and hopefully i'll see some of you at yummy on sunday but if not Keep slaying.